Welcome to the Script Bits Podcast for Wednesday, 16th August, 2023. Our bit today is taken from 1 Samuel chapter 7, verse 15, which says, And Samuel judged Israel all the days of his life. Now, as it should be, after the steady drizzle of rain we had on Tuesday afternoon and evening, Wednesday has opened clean, bright, and sunny. And is it ever so wonderful to awaken to a day of sunshine and blue skies and know that our great God is in his heaven, lovingly looking down on us and guiding our lives through his Holy Spirit? Oh, it surely is reassuring and prods one's faith in Christ to higher levels. But can we reach a level like that of the prophet Samuel back in olden times? No, that's a very interesting question. For his faith in Almighty God was way out there at the far end of the positive end of the continuum. But it's that kind of faith, the faith that the old heroes had that we should be attempting to duplicate. Because it's only then that we truly see and experience the real greatness, the generosity and goodness of our triune God. And no, it's not easy to develop that kind of faith, but we must try to do so because the Lord is more concerned with our trying than anything else. For when we try, we show our heart for him. We show that we care enough about him and his kingdom to put forth the necessary effort. And that's what he likes to see, the effort on our part. So turning to Samuel, let's delve further into his life. After he had made peace between the Amorites and Israel, the good library tells us, and Samuel judged Israel all the days of his life. And he went from year to year in circuit to Bethel and Gilgal and Mizpeh and judged Israel in all those places. And his return was to Ramah, for there was his house, and there he judged Israel, and there he built an altar unto the Lord. And that's for Samuel 7, 15 to 17. I just had to smile there, because like Samuel was one of the first circuit court judges, judges who moved from town to town, judging the cases that had built up during their absence like we used to have not so long ago and still have in some of the more remote areas of the land. But as happens to us all, Samuel got old and he made his sons Joel and Abia judges too and they ruled from the city of Beersheba. Unfortunately though, like the sons of Eli, Samuel's sons walked not in his ways, but turned aside after lucre, that's his honest gain, and took bribes and perverted judgment or justice. And that's for Samuel 8.3. <clears throat> but what else is new? Eh? You raise the children the best way you can, but you can't control their minds. And the lure of wealth and the sin of avarice or greed looks deep down inside of all of us. It's just that some of us repress them better than others. Consequently, 
all the elders of Israel gathered themselves together and came to Samuel in Ramah and said unto him, Behold, thou art old, and thy sons walk not in thy ways. Now make us a king to judge us like all the nations. And that comes from 1 Samuel 8, 4 to 5. And that's how it all began, my brethren. Unreliable, unjust judges led to Israel asking for a king to rule over them like the other nations around them. I guess they were also feeling kind of strange and uncomfortable, possibly left out because everybody else had a king but them. But the thing displeased Samuel when they said, give us a king to judge us. And Samuel prayed to the Lord. And that's for Samuel 8.6. Please note that although Samuel didn't like the idea, yet he took it to the one who mattered the most, that's the Lord. And that's a habit we believers ought to develop so that automatically we take everything to God in prayer. And like God still Samuel fears, he will also still our fears. And the Lord said unto Samuel, Hearken unto or heed the voice of the people in all that they say unto thee, for they have not rejected thee, but they have rejected me, that I should not reign over them. According to all the works which they have done since the day that I brought them up out of Egypt, even unto this day, wherewith they have forsaken me and served other gods, so do, so do they also unto thee. Now therefore hearken unto or heed their voice. Howbeit yet protest solemnly unto them, that solemnly forewarn them, and show them the manner of the, the king that shall reign over them. And that comes from 1 Samuel 8, 7 to 9. Yes, friends, it hurt the Lord's heart when the Israelites asked for a king because he was supposed to be their king, just like he's hurting right now because we're also rejecting him with our ungodly and evil ways. But nonetheless, he advised Samuel to grant their request, though first showing them the many disadvantages that a king would bring them. And Samuel warned the Israelites, of all the disadvantages of, disadvantages of having a king. And you can read that for yourself in 1 Samuel 8, 10 to 18. But the good library says, Nevertheless, the people refused to obey the voice of Samuel. And they said, Nay, but we will have a king over us, that we may also be like all the nations, and that our king may judge us and go out before us and fight our battles. And Samuel heard all the words of the people, and he rehearsed them in the ears of the Lord, that he repeated them to the Lord. And the Lord said unto Samuel, Hearken unto their voice, and make them a king. And Samuel said unto the men of Israel, Go ye every man unto his city. And that's for Samuel 8, 19-22. Now friends, that's how the Lord sometimes deals with us too. When we are so adamant about what we want and refuse to listen to his warnings, he gives us exactly what we ask for, allowing us to see the error of our ways and feel the neg negative consequences involved in our wrong thinking and asking. 
as James says, we ask amiss, and you can find it in James 4.3. And that's exactly what happened to Israel when they were so stubborn and hard-headed and demanded a king. For the majority of their kings down through the years were ungodly, greedy, and despotic. If you read the book of Kings, the books of Kings, you will see how badly most of them behave and performed in their anointed positions. And we know that the first king appointed in Israel was Saul. And you can find his story in 1 Samuel chapter 9, beginning in verse 2, down to chapter 31, verse 13. And although Saul apparently had the qualities to be a suitable king over Israel in those turbulent times, he eventually showed a spirit of rebellion towards God, who eventually disherited him, sorry, disinherited him from the kingship in favor of brother David, which then caused Saul to spend his last years foolishly running behind his successor, trying to kill him. And you can read all about it in the references given above. Our friends, it just goes to show that we need to be very careful what we ask for and why we ask for it, and then listen to God's warnings. For our heart's desires are not always in our best interest. Now, let's go home declaring, sure. You believe I spell declaring wrong, brother? Anyhow, let's go home declaring our Wednesday whale, letting the whole world know of our marvelous position in Christ Jesus. Altogether now, Wednesday, 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 I'm so glad to be alive on this Wednesday. Wednesday, 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 thank God the breath of life is still flowing through me on this Wednesday. I'm halfway home. My hands are fixed securely on the plow and I'm not turning back. No, I'm not looking back at the past. I'm not focusing on what has gone before. But my eyes are fixed straight ahead. Yes, friends, they are fixed straight ahead to a glorious future with Jesus. Glory, hallelujah. And there's an added promise that if we endure with Jesus right down to the very end, then that future will be even more glorious than we can ask or imagine. So please, let's plan to meet there and enjoy that glorious future together. No? Yes, much love. And the postscript for today says, be careful for what you ask, because not everything that glitters is gold. <laughs> no, especially in Satan's realm. He has a lot of stuff that glitters, but there's no gold in them. So please, let's look to, to Christ now. Listen to the Holy Spirit that talks to us and try our best to live for Christ. Increase our faith so that the world will see us and we'll do a good job. And we pray all of that in Christ's strong and mighty name. Amen. Please have a blessed day, my people. Much love.